When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Please stand clear of the doors. Hey guys, on the monorail, and I'm wishing we were on the monorail in Tokyo. I prefer riding the ferry boat. You know, there's a boat ride in Disney Sea. It's uh, pretty cool. I watched a ride through, so it's like I've been there. I don't know if I've heard of this. Yeah, it's based on the story of Sinbad, not the comedian. Oh, I've never heard of it. You sure it's not Aladdin? Do any kids get eaten on it? If so, I'm in. Well, unfortunately, not anymore. Welcome to episode 205 of the Diz His Podcast. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. And I'm Ned. As you can all tell, Chris is not with us tonight. All right. Uh, we ha- no, he did not die. <laughs> <laughs> he did not die. Yeah. Um, uh, but we have Nick with us from Sandpiper. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, we had some internet issues. Alex had an internet. Uh, he the royal we. Internet. The yeah, royal man, we. you were gone. It was no hurricane. I know in Florida, yeah. usually when we lose power or internet, there's like a hurricane involved. Mm-mm. There's no uh, hurricane involved, but he just was out. Uh, out. Uh, the three days. Was out for a couple. Yeah, three <laughs> days. Do not recommend it. Yeah, Did your dial yeah. up? Dial up ran out. Ran out of minutes. I had to pay my <laughs> bill, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, but the good news is that. The guy came out to fix his internet. It was it just your house? Like he came. It was just our house. At your house. It was just our house. It was a little box behind our house. Um, Okay. There's something on it that he's like. Some people have it removed. I took it out, and it when it when you have it was an outage in our area, but because that was on our block box, it it made it our whole internet go out as well, not come back. And you actually made a friend, right? And maybe he's gonna listen to our show. So you want to say a shout out to him? Uh, Shout out Kyle. I think he's a new listener. Maybe he said he's gonna check us out. I had a, I spelled our podcast name a couple times to make sure he didn't get it wrong. That's good. Yeah. So thanks, Kyle, for fixing Alex's internet. Yeah. Uh, and so Nick, I mean, not Nick, um, Chris, you know, he's recording No New Friends. And so Nick was going to come on our episode because, like, Disney has all these cool new deals that are coming out. So he was going to talk about it. So I was like, Nick, why don't you just come on for the full episode? But so how are you doing today, Nick? I'm good. I'll, I'll take over for Chris. I kind of know him a little bit better. So <laughs> you yeah. know him a little bit. You know, you yeah. know him better now. Yeah. Right? Yeah, we, I've I've joined the No No Friends After Dark now, so I'm on every single week with them for the late late episode that we record. So yeah, yeah, so, you're gonna be on. You're gonna be busy tonight. I, I it's gonna be a late night. Make but. sure you have some water. I feel like uh, <laughs> well, it's uh, after dark, right? So I feel like yeah, we record you know, at like nine thirty. So, yeah, not so I feel like it needs to be late anyway. So I mean, yeah. whatever. But today we are going to be giving the history on Sinbad's Storybook Voyage. If you guys don't know what Sinbad Storybook Voyage is, I definitely highly recommend you go and check it out. Um, it's an attraction over at Disney uh, Tokyo Sea, right? Tokyo Alex? Disney Sea. Tokyo Disney Sea. So, uh, yeah, go ahead and check that out. We're going to be talking some more about it today. It's one of the opening day attractions over there. Uh, so, this, you know, we're going to be giving the history on that. But right now, we are recording live for our Groove Troop members. If you want to watch us live once a week, all you got to do is just go to our webpage at dizhiz.com, D-I-Z-H-I-Z.com. On the very top, you will find the link for our Groove Troop. You can kind of get in on all of our giveaways. You can watch our live recordings. You can get our, our episodes a little bit early, you know, so like on, our episodes usually record uh, come out on Tuesdays. But, you know, if you join our Groove Troop, you can get it on Monday. So that Monday morning, you know, when you guys are going out to, uh, you know, your day back to work and you have a case on the Mondays, you can listen to the Diz His uh, on Mondays instead of Tuesdays. So yeah, if you want to join a group troop and support our show, you gotta do all you gotta do is go to dizhis.com and you can do it there. And if you do have a case of the Mondays, you could always vent with us. So you can call us at 707-842-0345. That's 707-842-0345. And uh, call us, complain about how you're not at Disney or you're not watching Disney, or you're not doing something Disney. Let us know what your favorite Disney thing is to do that you're missing out on. And uh, tell us any information that you like regarding our our, uh, episodes. Or if you want 
you can get on your computer or smartphone and email us at dizhis65 at gmail.com. Same thing. Email us anything you like about Disney, anything you like about our episodes, anything that you're missing because you have a case of the Mondays. Okay, so Sinbad Storybook Voyage is a dark boat ride at Tokyo Disney Sea. It initially debuted in 2001 as Sinbad's Seven Voyages, but received poor feedback from guests. So in 2007, it reopened as Sinbad Storybook Voyages and has been a very popular ride ever since. So, uh, Alex, in this history, do we talk about kind of why they like why did it receive poor feedback? Yes, a little bit we do in history one. We talk about why it changed, and then um, and then history two we talk about what changed exactly. Okay, and um, you know, I watched the video of this. I can see, uh, you know, like some of the opening day attractions. We were kind of talking about it a little bit before the show. Um, there's been some opening day attractions that you know it kind of needs to be. It has been redone in the Disney parks. I'm not just talking about Tokyo Disney. I'm talking about all the Disney parks. Uh, and there's probably some, in my opinion, that need to be redone. Like, I know Country Bear Jamboree is like, I feel like that's it's time to redo that one, even though I feel like it's like a such an iconic attraction. But you that love people, bears. I mean, I really don't love bears. I feel like that's just something <laughs> that people It's been really a lie for three years. It's been a lie that Joe loves bears. You mean, that's what, I think it was just a joke. I'm not really that big a fan of bears. <laughs> Um, but I feel like this is one of those rides that maybe it's time to be redone, right? And maybe put something else in there. The but Sinbad, Sinbad like, who, yeah, like who really likes Sinbad? I well, remember growing Joe, up, there was like the movie, whatever. But go ahead, Alex. This is not American culture. This is this is the East. You know, they have different things they like over there. They may love Sinbad over there. So I don't, I don't, I don't know. But I'm just saying, I know we don't know about Sinbad because we're not. You know, we don't mm-hmm. deal with all that culture like the East and the Middle East and stuff. So that's Sinbad right there. And, uh, and I was so, very confused when he originally told me what the top was for tonight. And he said Sinbad. And I was just thinking the comedians. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Clearly, it's not something. So what do you think is like Sinbad coming out telling Sinbad's <laughs> come out and telling jokes? He's like, like, well, like, I was like, well, we had, ener- we had Ellen's, Gen- Ellen's Energy Adventure back in the day. Yeah. So it's like maybe there was something for <laughs> Sinbad for a little bit. <laughs> I do believe Completely not. <laughs> I do I do love me some Sinbad. I think yeah. he's funny, right? Oh, yeah, but it has nothing to do with that at all. But, yeah, so I guess we can, uh, let's get to the history on it. It's a song just for you, Japanese D23 fans. From the Sinbad ride. <laughs> Lift your sails to the heavens and Let's get to the his on Sinbad's storybook voyage. You will find the priceless treasure waiting to Sinbad's Seven Voyage was one of the opening day attractions at Tokyo Dizzy Sea. The second part opened in Tokyo, Japan. Oriental Land Company, which owns and operates both parks, wanted to create a second park that was completely different from the first, something that suited the Japanese people. They decided to create a park themed around the sea, and it was then announced that they would soon break ground on Disney Sea by 1998. One of the lands inside Disney Sea is the Arabian Coast, which is inspired by Aladdin. The main attraction on the opening day was Sinbad's Seven Voyages, which was inspired by Sinbad the Sailor, a story from 1001 Nights that originated from the Middle East in the 13th century known in America as the Arabian Nights. The dark boat ride opened along with Disney Sea on September 4, 2001. It was poorly described as a variation of It's a Small World due to its different rooms with small childlike animatronics depicting scenes, but guests quickly started to complain that the ride was not suitable for children. The ride queue is very simple, a brick hallway with paintings that depict a merchant's son that wanted to seek adventure and treasure. Sinbad, who had facial hair originally, narrates the story and leads the guests through the various adventures. Each room has animatronics painting a scene. The animatronics are small-like, it's a small world, but is clearly proportioned and styled as if they were adults, giving it a Japanese-style name, Chibi. So, uh, remember when we had Ben on? Ben? Yeah, Ben from, um, you know, he did uh, um, Frozen, this Frozen sing-along. Uh-huh, yeah. And remember he's he talking about the Chibis? Yes. So that's uh, like the Japanese style name for the little little animatronics, I guess. 
Well, just I know that's the, that's the style of those little when they have a human, but it's adult size, but it's smaller with a big head. Yeah, know, that's a chibi, but that's well, what I kind of made like. an inference, but I didn't know that that like I didn't know that was like a Japanese thing. Because I know in Small World they're more like children, but in yeah. this they're adults, but they're the same yeah. size as the Small World animatronics. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So Nick, man, when you when are you gonna go there to Disney Sea? Um, it'll probably be a few years. We actually really want to go there. We want to visit all the parks in the world. Um, mm-hmm. I think the first one we want to do is Disneyland Paris for sure. So that's that's my Disney sees my bucket list. Like if I yeah. could go to one park that isn't the parks here in Florida, I'd want to go to Tokyo and Disney Sea. I've heard so many good things about it. It's always like when people and rank just looks the parks, completely different too. Completely different. People rank the parks. They say it's one of the best parks in the world. They say like it's amazing how in depth it is and how like. You get so immersed in it, and uh, there's a bunch of different rides that are so unique compared to us over here. I mean, it, of course, it's ran by Oriental Land Company. It's not ran by Disney. So, of course, it's way different, and uh, mm-hmm. I think I think it's definitely one of the parks I definitely want to go to. Yeah, I think the one park which I haven't been to that I really want to go to is Disneyland. Uh, that's one I really want to go to. Uh, I think one overseas, I think it would be Disneyland Paris, just because I want to see Neil's. But this one... I mean, it, well, <laughs> just see Neil's. You don't care. I about do, it. <laughs> No, I just want to go there to see Neil's. Man, I love Neil's. Man, him and I talk in Discord um, often. I'm going to Europe for a week. What are you gonna do? I'm gonna go Paris, Disney Paris for a day. Why are you going for a week? The rest of the week, I'm, the rest of the time, I'm gonna see Neil's. <laughs> well, he wants to know. You know, Neil's wants to know. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's kind of interesting. I always think it's interesting that Disney has like a park that's not. Re- they don't really own it. Yeah. Yeah. Right, but it's a whole park. Well, that's how Disneyland Paris was until recently when they got all the stock back. Oh, really? Yeah, they they used to only own like forty nine percent, I think, or something. Oh, I didn't know that. Did so, what have... would they do? Like, if they didn't like, if Disney Disney's like, we don't want no part of this. What are they going to do? Like, no part it's like of a what castle they... there and everything. Oh, like Disney wants out? Yeah, I doubt that's even possible, but I don't know. So it's probably some sort of long term contract agreement. That'd be interesting. If Disney's like, we're we're done with this. And then they're like, it's yours now. And they had to remodel the 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 um, castle to be something else. They can figure it out, though. That would be interesting, though, to go to a park that used to be a Disney park. Yeah, wouldn't it be weird, right? But I wonder, I, I mean, I imagine they have a board of trustees that approves everything. And they Disney probably has a part of that. So I'm wondering how they go about adding new things. With I mean, does Disney have to have approval? They have to because it's part of their name. It's a, under the Disney umbrella. They would have to take everything away. It would have to be stripped of everything Disney from the park. But like Nick said, I don't think that that would be able to happen type of thing. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, who yeah, knows? It's, it's kind of like I know like like Hollywood Studios, like Disney talked about getting rid of Tower of Terror. So that's why they had to change the name of it out on the West Coast because they lost the rights to it or didn't renew it, I guess. Yeah, and that's where it's like Mission Rewind or whatever, right? Not Mission Rewind. Um you know, like Aerosmith, some breakout. Toxic. No, 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 no. Breakout. Mission yeah, yeah. Breakout. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It was Guardians. Mission Breakout. You're close. Which yeah. I heard is hilarious. I wish I wish they would it's, do that here. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Um, it's they definitely did a good job, especially switching it over from Hollywood Tower of Terror, where it's supposed to be scary, to a fun, positive ride. So, mm-hmm. I think when we did the episode, we all agreed that we would prefer it to be. <laughs> we, we, I think we all agreed yeah. that. I think we'd go away with Tower of Terror and replace it with Mission Breakout for sure. And like, um, you know, talking about like before this thing, we were talking about, you know, um, you know, opening day attractions and the Hollywood Tower of Terror. That was like an opening day attraction over mm-hmm. at Hollywood Studios. Yeah. So um, that's one of those rides where it's kind of like, OK, you know, let's go ahead and put something new there. Uh, make it make it newer and make it more relevant, I guess you can say, because Tower of Terror, man, it's like how relevant is Tower of Terror? It's not. But really, it's more about Disney than anything else. I feel it's- like. It's that nostalgic Hollywood feel that mm-hmm. they were going for, I think, in that area specifically. And If uh, Disney were to, to take it out, they'd definitely have people protesting in the front of the park. Yeah. I don't think so, man. That, that's probably why it's taken them a lot longer to change it in Disney World versus Land. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Disney, obviously, I mean, we can have Guardian stuff here because of Cosmic Rewind, right? So we can have Guardian stuff here, and that's probably, that's, I think that you're right. People are gonna be pro. People are gonna be unhappy. It doesn't matter what it is. You you can go be like, okay, guys, listen, we're gonna make uh, Fridays. Yeah, okay. Everyone can get in free to Disney. People are gonna complain about it. One hundred percent. You know who who's gonna come? Yeah, I you're guess out. you're like, uh, no, they will complain about it. Because I won't go. Ass holders. Yeah, exactly. People are gonna complain <laughs> be too about busy. it. Like, 
They'll be like, hey, we're going to be giving out free pizza free pizza on Thursdays. People will complain about it. Pizza? Well, I don't like pizza. 100%. People are always going to complain. doesn't matter what it is. Someone's going to complain. So let's let people complain. Give me something new. That's how I feel. I don't have any sentimental uh, feelings for anything. So um, replace everything if you want. Yeah, Alex, you just don't care about it. <laughs> this is, listen, does this give me attraction? Don't even put a theme on it. No. Whatever. We, we, I can just go there. Really put, I can just walk in and have me go up and down. Call it the up and down ride. I'll go on it. I'll go on it. As long as it makes me go up and down fast, I'm fine. Well, actually, I don't like Tower of Terror, but I like roller coasters. <laughs> so. The attraction itself is made up of seven rooms, and right before you board the boat, which can carry 24 guests, you can see a map that plots out your voyage. The issue that people complained about with the 10-minute ride was a scene where a giant is juggling crew members in his hands, looking like he may devour them. Another scene had sirens singing a haunting song trying to lure the ship off course. One of the last scenes was of a tribe of monkeys who wielded spears and rocks. They tried to attack the boat while screeching very wildly. The ride ran for five years until it was closed in 2006 for an extensive refurbishment. The refurbishment took a year and made a lot of changes, but kept the same theme and original concept. They decided to add a song to the ride, which was composed by Alan Minkin, known for writing songs for films like The Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, and Aladdin. The song was sung in Japanese by Kenji Sakamoto, who was titled Compass of Your Heart. The ride was renamed Sinbad's Storybook Voyage, and definitely more family-friendly. Sinbad had his beard removed and was now accompanied by a baby tiger named Chandu. So I think it's funny that people wanted to ride this ride with their kids, and they're like, oh my gosh, it's so terrible. The giant might eat people. I mean, what they describe isn't that terrible. I'm surprised people are complaining that it wasn't made for children. I mean, I guess if they thought they're going into it's a small world, but Sinbad version, and then they find that there's a giant that's holding people, planning on eating it, and then uh, I guess its face was mean. Like, the, the giant's face looked like it was going to be a mean giant. And then you have monkeys screeching at people holding weapons. I guess, I guess that's complain worthy. But I mean, it's just a, it's just but a, I mean, look it's a boat at, ride. Uh, yeah, look at like Pirate of the Caribbean. Like that's right. That really a good friendly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're, right. they're chasing <laughs> women to do what? Yeah. Not give them money. That's for sure. Uh, I feel like I would be more willing to go in this ride if like the giant was to be eating children. Yeah. Well, it wasn't children. Like I was. It was, it was People, it was bad people. It was uh, pirates. But yeah, I agree. I, I think I would like this original version better than the new one, maybe. I don't know. I mean, listen, the music was really good. So, I mean, I, I didn't know what they were saying, but it was fun music, at least. And it wasn't annoying like Small World. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Well, it was Alan Minkin music, right? So, yeah. I mean, that in alone, you know, it's going to be a good song. If I think you could probably find an American version because they sing it once in a while in the history. Uh, once in a while, they'll sing the song on stage for a show. In English, so you probably could find it out there if you want to. But yeah, it sounded it wasn't as, um, what's the word? Uh, you, worm. What's a what's a term when it's song worm? Gets, a song stuck in your head. It's like something with worm. Whatever. Like catchy. Yeah, I forget, maybe I forget that. Maybe I forget. But I think earworm. It wasn't. It's not much of an earworm. The new the song on this one, like Small World, which would make it a lot better for me because Small World's oh. song is really annoying. I don't think I've ever heard that saying before. An earworm? earworm? Really? Yeah, I never, yeah, mm-hmm. I never heard that. No. Oh. Yo, why are you acting like I'm crazy? Nick hasn't heard it either. I, I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah. Sounds, I can't like say it's, I can't say it's an Ohio thing. Say a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, doctor having earworm. <laughs> you guys never so heard like, earworm? Interesting. <laughs> no. Uh, ten minute ride. I feel like this is a good ride to take a nap on, huh? Oh, yeah. Was there any... I, I didn't get to watch the full ride through. Was there any drops in it? Or was it nope. just... Was, I think so, there's like a 200 foot drop at the end. Nope. No <laughs> drops. No but drops. Just very, at all. very small world, just <laughs> slow yeah. moving boat. Slowly moving boat, just cruising through. And um, I thought it looked good. I, I, would, I would definitely go on this over small world any day, any day of the week for sure. I like the addition of the uh, tiger, Shandu. Uh, I liked him popping out throughout the ride. A little uh, peekaboo action. He's like popping out through, in gold. Riding mm-hmm. a boat and all this other stuff. It's kind of like Jack Sparrow, Johnny Depp in Pirates. He's kind of popping out here and there. Oh, yeah. He's it's coming true. out of the gold. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Very true. Uh, but, you know, I mean, obviously, if you watch the ride through, the animatronics are a little bit newer. It's not like, mm-hmm. you know, it's not like Small World. Definitely yes. tells the story, which is cool. Um, so I want to talk more on the big animatronics, but I feel like that'd be better after the next paragraph, which is the description of the ride itself. But the animatronics, I like the animatronics on this ride. 
uh, definitely look better than Small World. They're not as um, stiff, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. it's like looking at them, like the their eyes blank and the mm-hmm. hands aren't just like you said, very stiff or moving yeah. around a lot more. Yeah, yeah, for sure. The boat exits the loading area and passes through Sinbad's Arabian home village in Baghdad. By the port, you can see belly dancers, carpet sellers, shadow puppeteers, shepherds, and others with banners saying farewell to Sinbad. Right before you enter a tunnel, three wise men give a warning about the dangerous weather ahead. You pass by a rainstorm and end up at Mermaid Rocks. Sinbad's ship is broken, but he and Shandu are rescued by mermaids, and Sinbad sails off in a new boat. The next room has pirates attacking and trying to poach the feathers of the magical bird of Rook Island. Sinbad and Shandu try to stop the pirates from harming the hatching birds, while the mama bird, a giant animatronic hanging from the ceiling, dangles a pirate from its talons. The boat then enters the cave of the giant. Sinbad is using the magical feather from the bird to unlock the cell the giant is in, while the pirates are held captive among the mounds of gold. You then move into the next room with the free giant playing a bowed lute and singing with Sinbad. He then rewards Sinbad with gold and sends Shandu and him on their way. You then sail into the palace of the Sultan in India who asks Sinbad to help with the monkey invasion in a region. You travel through a long tunnel and come out into a dark cave scene with monkeys all over, whooping. The monkeys have some instruments they're playing with Sinbad joining them. You then pass into a night room scene with Sinbad sitting on top of a giant whale. The whale's blowhole shoots out water spinning Shandu in the sky as he sits inside a big bowl. The whale helps Sinbad get across rough seas. The final room is Sinbad returning to his town with riches and treasure to share. The townspeople gather around to celebrate Sinbad's return as fireworks go off in the night sky. Yeah, so the animatronics are really cool. In this, they're cool in this ride, uh, for sure. Yeah, the big animatronics, they're so big. Um, I, don't, I don't know if you end up seeing those, Nick, but they have the giant... And they have the bird, and they're just massive animatronics. Yeah. yeah, I'm watching it right now. It's like, I mean, on Small World, like they have like two motions. They'll like their head will bobble a little bit, yeah. and that's about it. But, like they have like basically a script that they're moving to, so it's not just one little motion. So, yeah, and then not only that, as we were kind of talking about earlier, this seems like the story is a lot bigger there. Like we're here talking about like, why would they want this there? But I mean, obviously the, the lore there, there's a need for this lore there in Tokyo, Disney sea. So, yeah. I mean, you, you would be surprised they're making it an Aladdin type area and they don't use Aladdin instead they use Sinbad. I would say when I first watched, I'm like, it looks very Aladdin esque. Right. Yeah. Definitely. So middle, I feel like middle East, some theme in that middle East feel. Um, but I, I do you know, I don't know enough of the park. I don't know if there's already an Aladdin ride or attraction there. Um, I could have easily done some research and find out. I didn't think about that just until just now. Um, but yeah, it's surprising that it's not already Aladdin. It's very close. It could easily be changed if they wanted to. Like, if they want to change this to mm-hmm. Aladdin, it would not be hard to do. Uh, Aladdin has a two-story carousel there. Wow. Also, though, two this stories. has to be like a... I, think, I feel like this needs to be like a sea-based ride. I feel like the big attractions there need to have something with, like, water, right? Because it's Tokyo Disney Sea. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I feel like the Aladdin... Not really. I guess you know, it does take place in a desert. Yeah. Yeah. You don't, you don't think water with Aladdin, I guess. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, wait, no, because, well, yes, but in the new movie, it's a port city, actually. And then they sail away at the end. The genie does. No? No, well, no, no. I'm, hold on. What land are you talking about, Adam? You're talking about, like, in Aladdin, you're talking about? Or in the new one? Yeah. You, I think even the cartoon, maybe. But, I mean, it's not like. I feel like if you're gonna have like a ride like Disney Sea, it's gonna need to be like a water, a very water based attraction. Well, not every ride can be water based. Mm-hmm. I uh, the other ride that's there, the uh, one we did history on, the yeah, I know what you're talking about the Journey to Earth, Journey to Center of the Earth. It's yeah. not water based at all. So when you're riding the water, when I had to watch the ride through, um, the mm-hmm. whale scene is awesome. It's so dark in there, and then they have the whale. Um, mm-hmm. Very another another big animatronic I didn't even mention before is the whale. Like I said, if you haven't seen this ride through, I definitely recommend going on YouTube and watching it. And um, also, what I think was kind of annoying was the monkey scene at the very end. Um, their, their, their screeching and howling was very loud. Very mm-hmm. loud. And uh, so I think that at the end would be kind of annoying. But like I said before, I think overall, um, it's definitely better than it's a small world, I think. A small world, I mean, for me, has a lot of nostalgia for that attraction. But, I mean, I haven't been on that ride 
in a long time since my son was smaller and he doesn't really go we like when we used to go there he was like hey let's go ride small world mm -hmm. he doesn't really do that anymore right so like we, i haven't been on small world in a really even though i do like small world because that's like one of my like that's one of the first rides i went on when i went to magic kingdom when i was younger we haven't been i haven't been on in a while i can see how this ride like i feel like this one um i'm more willing to go on i would rather go on this ride than small world mm -hmm. is what i'm trying to say it's hard to make a good slow dark boat ride attraction yeah but disney's really good at it but okay so you got small world you have this ride what's other slow dark ride attractions are good because you guys don't like the one animal kingdom which so one um the uh, uh, navi river journey yeah navi river journey you guys don't like that ride yeah i mean i like that ride. it's a short it, I mean, it's a very short ride it's cause... a short ride for like a really long wait yeah but it's a good ride like i think it's a good ride you, you if you could if you like 15 minutes 30 minutes i would ride that ride every time but it's like okay. a two hour wait man when you i go, thought right? you just didn't like it that much no it's cool man it's like i loved uh like you know for how me, they go ahead. for me it's like a one and done like because it's such a short ride it's beautifully done but it's like yeah, but if it was like fifteen minute wait, no yeah, wait, like exactly. ten minute wait, would you go on it? Yeah, it's not worth two hour wait though. Yeah. It's like two hours, right? But yeah, it's a I always fun tell ride. my client. I always tell my clients. I'm like, if it's forty five minutes or more, come back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I mean, I love how they use it, like the technology. There's like screens in it, you know, and there's yeah. there's a lot going on. And of course, you got the cool animatronic at the end with the shaman kind of beating on the drums, which is really cool. Um, but you know, there's a whole bunch of cool slow, uh, dark rides. You got like Peter Pan. That's, that's one a that's terrible so, ride. Like, it's overrated. Terrible ride. But the only reason why it's overrated is because of the weight. It, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. There but, should I mean, never. It, there, I don't know why there's still an hour wait for. But I don't. I don't time. enjoy that ride. I don't enjoy Pooh's Adventure. Like I don't think that ride's that fun. Um. So I mean, Living with the Land is good. That's a good slow boat ride. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's it. Hollywood Studios doesn't even have one. You say, well, I would, would you not call Mickey Runaway Railway uh, no. a uh, slow ride? That's not a boat my, ride, though. Yeah, I'm talking it's about. Not, it's not a boat ride. I see, so you're only talking about I boat know, rides? I know Peter Pan's not a boat ride either, technically. Yeah. Not a boat ride either, but yeah, I'm talking about the slow moving ride. I wouldn't call, if it's the trackless Pirates. rides, I think it's a different. Pirates is good. You're right. Pirates. Pirates is top tier. You're right. Living the Land and Pirates is two good ones. Um, I don't. I don't. And Pirates think... is nice because it has some like little hills and stuff in it too. It so does it have a drop. Going, it so. does have a drop. So the tree chicken ride. Oh, what? that's dude, what I do. I do Grand Fiesta tour. I oh, do gosh. like the Grand Fiesta tour, but it's really short. But it's a short wait. So it's no, the same... it's not. What? I don't think it's that short of a it's pretty short. Of a, uh, I think it's just. I think it's like it's longer than. Um, Navi River Journey. It's longer than Navi River Journey. I think it is, yeah. Because yeah. the only reason I ride that ride is because it's literally no wait ever. I've I know. never waited. If you're waiting on a margarita, you have somebody wait on the margarita, you do the ride. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You can just down a margarita and then the ride yeah. becomes even better. And because there's nothing else like good at Epcot, it's worth it's worth riding. There's a bunch of good stuff at Epcot, man. <laughs> Cosmic Rewind. I haven't been on that ride or Ratatouille, so I don't know yet. I'll get back to you. Maybe Epcot's my new favorite um, few exactly. favorite, favorite park when I get back from going to Epcot since I haven't been there forever. When are you guys going to go to Epcot now next? Probably a while because it's, it's, you know, bottom of the list. No, I think that needs to be second so you can ride the Guardians right now. Yeah, yeah. No, because second it's going to be Hollywood Studios. I haven't ridden the new Star Wars ride. I haven't making Run Railroad, Railroad. Oh, man. Let's go. We need to go to that right away like, now. <laughs> Let's just go there right now. We can make it there in time, I think, right before it closes. I'll be on the next flight down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> quick fire quick facts let's go in the ride you can see aladdin and jasmine on a map found in the opening village scene sinbad storybook voyage has over 150 animatronics with three giant animatronics the ride is sponsored by nippon express a global logistics company the original score for the ride can be heard in the arabian coast area music past members working at sinbad's have english story cards for anyone who asks for them Though the theme song was written in English, it is sung in Japanese. Sinbad's Storybook Voyage has two of the largest dark ride animatronics in any Disney park. That's yeah. pretty awesome, huh? Yeah, yeah. two of the largest. And I, the cast members have story cards if you ask for them, but like I would never think to ask for them. Maybe it's just a normal park. Maybe it's normal over there to ask for cards if you're going on a ride. Like if you're going on Monsters, Inc., which is over there. I don't know if it's Shanghai or not, but if you're going on Monsters, Inc., it's in Japanese or it's in the native language. So... 
I wonder if that ride has a card as well. But that ride, you're like doing stuff, you're like shooting at things. So you wouldn't have time to look at a mm-hmm. card. So I don't know if that's normal to do, but I feel like I would never ask if I didn't know. Right. Yeah. I feel like if we're going over there, I mean, hopefully the app will kind of alert you like, hey. Hopefully they'll just be like, hey, you don't look like you're from here. I'm going <laughs> to yeah. tell you that you might need a card. Adam, is that what you posted in chat? That card Is that what that card is that you posted in chat? Yeah, so Adam posted it in Discord okay. chat, kind of what the card looks like. Oh, Adam says cool. they're visible, they're not hidden, so like they're... So maybe kind of like when you when you walk into Magic Kingdom and you have the park maps, they mm-hmm. have different maps for different languages as well, so maybe mm-hmm. something like that. That's pretty awesome. Like, I had no idea they did that. Oh, I gotta open yeah. this in browser. Really look. I didn't know what this was, I just saw it in there. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So this does this have the song in it? Lift your sails to the heavens and fly on the breeze. Steer straight towards the horizon and seek brand new seas. Life's awaiting you out there, and if you sail true, you may find a priceless treasure waiting to. Kind of lost the, the rain. You should sing it. You should sing it, Alex. I, I was waiting for the song. <laughs> I know. I should do a dub over. <laughs> oh boy, that'd be terrible. We hear Disney's think Sinbad's Storybook Voyage is a nice, unique attraction for Disney Sea. If brought over to the States, we're not sure how it would do, since it's not tied to any popular IP. But the use of animatronics in this attraction is astonishing, and is a must-ride for anyone who likes to get out of the heat and rest their feet. Ever roll out of bed and feel like being a little bad? Three Cheeky Chicks Wax Company has you covered with their Villain Wax Melt line. The Sea Hag Melt will have you wanting to use that body language like Ursula with its bouquet of roses, lily, lilacs, and sweet violets with undernotes of musk. If you feel like you're going to have a meltdown like Hades, throw in the Wax Melt Ruler of the Underworld, which will fill your home with smells of lavender, rosemary, lemon verbena, cinnamon, coriander, leather, amber, and hints of smoke. Or, if you just feel like you are just the evilest one of all, get yourself the Mistress of Evil Melt. These Maleficent-inspired melts will release a woodsy scent with its crisp pine needles, white fir, clove, patchouli, oak, and sugar pine. No matter how you're feeling, make sure to visit MagicallyScented.com to purchase a wide range of wax melts, candles, and room sprays, all made by three cheeky chicks. There are plenty of holiday sales that will allow you to buy any smell that fits your attitude. That's three cheeky chicks at MagicallyScented.com. Hey, you want to hear something really cool, Alex? Sure do. So let me tell you a little bit about the Goof Troop, Alex. Do you know about the Goof Troop? I kind of do. Well, it's a great way to support the show. You get access to our live shows, which is like a total mess. Oh, it's a total mess. I edit it, and I had to sit there and make sure it sounds professional. Yeah, and it's not at all. Uh, we do giveaways, you know, a couple times a month. We're yeah. giving away wax melts. We're giving away candles. You I know, know. We're giving away books. It's not fair because I can't be in the giveaways because I'm a host. I always try to get in the giveaways, but uh, yeah, it's really not right if I join in, right? No. But you can support us for as low as $2 a month, and you can get access to all of these things. Just for $2? Yeah, just for $2. Wow. In our Discord chat, I mean, our Discord chat is off the chain. It is awesome. It's a lot of fun. We have made lifelong friends in mm-hmm. our Discord chat. It's bumping, uh, as the kids would say. It is bumping, as the kids are saying. And you can, uh, you know, we have a bunch of great Patreon members that keep our chat super active. There's so many great members that I look forward to every morning to wake up and to talk to every day. So where do you get join this Patreon? So, oh, good question there, Alex. All you have to do is go to dizhiz.com, D-I-Z-H-I-Z.com. On the very top, there's a Goof Troop link. Just hit the Goof Troop link. It takes you to our Patreon, and there's so many different ways you can support our show. And as low as $2 a month. As low as $2 a month. And it helps us keep our website up. It helps us with advertising, you know? So for as low as $2 a month, you can help support our show. You can help us advertise to get our show out there to more people so they can listen. And so because we, we love to interact with fans. We love interacting with everyone. Um, so go ahead and join and join our Discord. Check us out streaming on award-winning Disney streaming site, Sorcerer Radio, on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, or catch us again at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Sorcerer Radio is an amazing 24-7 Disney radio. Just visit srsounds.com or download the Sorcerer Radio app. Hey, I'm Joe from the Diz His. 
And I'm Nick from Sandpiper Vacations. We will be teaming up to give one of the best travel experiences ever. I am a travel agent with Sandpiper Vacations. We are able to book any vacation destination around the world, including Disney, cruises, and all-inclusive resorts. We have been working here at the Diz His to become travel agents. And with our knowledge of the parks, we want to plan the best Disney trip for you. Using us as a travel agent, we are updated on the latest and greatest information about all of the destinations. We can help save you time, stress, and sometimes some money. Using our services costs you absolutely nothing. It is completely free to you, and we are happy to assist you with giving you more value for your trip. So if you're looking to book your next Disney trip, go to DizHiz.com. Check out DizHiz Destinations on the very top. Check us out on Weeby Geeks, a new podcast website where you can find all your favorite geeky content. Just head over to WeebyGeeksBC.com. That's WeebyGeeksBC.com. And listen to all the other awesome podcasts, as well as this is. Hey, this is AJ for the D Plus Club, where we cover all things Disney Plus. Each week, I'll bring you the latest news and rumors, as well as what's new and what's coming soon to the Disney streaming service in the US and in the UK. Between May 1st and 7th, We'll be covering Star Wars Week and featuring Episode 1, The Phantom Menace, as part of our weekly movie club. Share your thoughts in the weekly movie club room in the Sorcerer Radio Discord at srsounds.com forward slash discord. And I'll feature some of your comments in this week's podcast. You can find the D Plus Club on all major podcasting platforms, including the Sorcerer Radio website at srsounds.com forward slash the D Plus Club, with new episodes every Sunday. See you there. So, um, Ryan, like Everest, um, that's not really, it's like a non-IP attraction. I see that'd be, I, I, that's pretty cool. I thought I, Everest was based on a movie or something. It's not, it's a mountain. Well, I, I understand that, but I thought Disney, I thought Disney had a movie out during the time that had to do with Everest, the mountain. No, no. I'm trying to think what other things they can do. That's, I mean, it's kind of a cool thought. What? What, uh, like them making more attractions that are not really based on IPs or whatever, you know? Oh. Yeah, I don't think that's. I don't think they do that because IP drives the market. So I don't think they would. Do I think that. you're right too. Like, why? If you're putting out such good stuff, you should make rides about it. But I wonder why they decide to go ahead and make like, like, why did they make Everest not make it like? I don't. Well, know, that's because I mean, during like, that time like, they didn't like, have Rick much IP. Ralph, like, ride, huh? They didn't have much IP at that time. That was yeah, when the park did. was just starting. Animal and, Kingdom, yeah, man, but they had they they oh, had Animal stuff Kingdom. Thinking. Yeah, what are you thinking of? Uh, I'm actually thinking of you know, the whole time, even though you've been, I've been saying Everest and you've been saying Everest. In my mind, I've been thinking of the ride in Disneyland. Which one, Matterhorn? Matterhorn, yeah. So this week in Disney, Alex, what did you do this week in Disney slash news? There's a lot of news, which we're going to be talking about later, but what did you do this week in Disney? So unfortunately, I promised, well, I didn't promise. I said there was a, there was an option. There might be a thing that changes, but I said that. On this episode, I would talk about my first time back at Disney since COVID, since the pandemic, and also my son's first time at Disney ever. But like I predicted, uh, my son did not get better, and he was still sick on Friday, so we ended up not going. But we are rescheduled for this Saturday, and all signs lead to us going. So looking forward to talking about that next week. Other than that, this week in Disney, been watching a lot of Hey Jesse. Anyone ever watch Hey Jesse? Probably not because. You guys don't have don't have kids at the same age as Hey Jesse was when it was out. It's kind of an older show. It's not newer. It's like been out for about a little bit, and uh, yeah. So we want we've been watching a lot of Hey Jesse. Very into it. Uh, very into it. It's a it's a decent show. It's okay. Uh, but what's my it kids about? Like it. It's about a you know that typical story. A, a girl goes to New York to make it as an actress, and uh, she's instead hired to be a nanny for a rich couple who's never home. So she instead watches the four kids that. They're adopted kids. Well, one's not adopted, uh, but she watches her kids, and the parents are never there. But that's not the show it's like, about. It's a positive it's show. Like cartoon? No, it's a live action. Oh, okay. You will recognize a lot of people, like the girl from Cobra Kai, who's the main girl in Cobra Kai with the brown hair. She's yeah. in it. She's a blonde. Um, there's a couple other people in it that you recognize, and they have guests on that are, you can recognize. Um, Dwight Howard was on the episode. Really? Yeah. So uh, in chat, they're saying it's the prequel series for Bunk, and I like Bunk. It is. That was that was cool. I can't wait to finish this so I can watch Bunk because I heard Bunk is decent. Anything else? 
No, other than that, no, unfortunately, like I said, we have not been to Disney, but we are going this weekend and next week on episode, I will talk about it. You sure everyone's better at your house? I feel like people, like it wasn't my sister staying home this week, a couple of days. She stayed home Monday and Tuesday, but that was more related to my, more related to your mother's household having COVID. Oh, uh, okay. 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 So, okay. How about you, Nick, man? So there's a bunch of cool Disney news, but first, what did you do in Disney this week? Um, so Piper has discovered my portion of Disney Plus and not the kids version. So, um, I realized on, on Disney Plus, when you lock it to just kids specific, it cuts out like a lot of really good Disney movies. Oh, you can do that. Mm-hmm. I didn't yeah. know you could make it just so kid specific. So it's basically just like literally Disney Junior type stuff on yeah. there. Um, so it even cut out like movies like Tangled and, um, really. Yeah, like Lion King, stuff like that. So wow. anything I think rated PG, maybe it cut out. Um, so we've been watching a lot of Tarzan. She's obsessed with oh, that right cool. now. My kids love Tar- the live-action Tarzan. Um, she's been doing a little bit of both, going back My and forth. My kids love it. the live-action Tarzan. Yeah. Even the sequel, which is terrible. Yeah. Um, and then we watched Peter Pan and Wendy, the new Peter Pan and Wendy last What did you week. think of that? Um, it was okay. It started out decent, mm-hmm. got slow, and mm-hmm. then better in the end. Yes, I agree. Um, I'm just, I'm not a... Peter Pan fan. My husband more so is Peter Pan than me. So for me, it's just like I'm I'm tired of the remakes mm-hmm. of stuff. I'm like, just keep it as it is and do something new. So yeah, I hear you. I, I agree that's with nice. you. Well, you know, so you're talking about doing something new. What's that new movie that's coming out that's supposed to be good? Like Elemental? Elemental. Oh, El- Elements? Uh, Elemental. Elementals. Elemental. Elementals. Yeah. I mean, I that's what I want to see is I want to see Disney taking chances. I want the next new Toy Story. I want the next new Big exactly, Bang, right? Yeah. So uh, I agree, Nick. I, I'm tired of the remakes. Let's let's get some new creative ideas out there. I mean, I'm not um, completely tired because I'm super excited about the Little Mermaid coming out in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been a lot of new clips that came out this past week for the Little mm-hmm. Mermaid. They had the premiere the other night, so I'm super excited about it. I love that it's, it's um, portraying the story a little bit differently and it has a black actress, so mm-hmm. super excited for that. Yeah, I'm excited too for checking that out. Did you go see the new Guardians movie yet? Um, I'm not a Marvel fan, so that's more Sean. <laughs> oh, yeah, that'd be more my husband. You can. Um, I'm just gonna kick you out of Zoom right now. <laughs> I'm just joking. Uh, but yeah, I remember that when we were. Right. <laughs> I remember when we were at Epcot and we were in the, the one of the stores there, and Sean was looking. He was looking to get the. What was oh, he looking yeah. to get? Like the staff. Loki staff? Everything, probably. Probably everything. He's looking <laughs> to get everything. Yeah, I remember walking around the store with Jen and Piper, and Piper's just wanting to buy everything, too. So I'm guessing yep. she, that's more like Sean. Yep. Uh, yeah. With, with her, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're the money spenders here. So. <laughs> so tell me also, what are some of the new deals that are coming out so, here with Disney? Disney has released some a lot of exciting news this week and a lot of good changes coming to um, specifically Walt Disney World. Um, so the biggest thing is that 2024 packages will be available to book starting May 31st. Um, so if you want to plan a vacation for next year, it's the best time to book a vacation. Uh, it's only $200 deposit, and um, you can make payments along the way. So if you want to plan for a Disney trip, I know it gets hard sometimes to try to plan something last minute. So it's great to plan ahead, know what to expect budget-wise. Um, and on top of that, they're bringing back something we've all been asking for since COVID is dining plans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's real exciting. So um, that was huge news. It was a big surprise to all of us. Um, they talked about it coming back literally two years ago. Mm-hmm. And um, so that's not coming back until January of 2024, um, the dining plans. But it is going to be available to start booking um, at the end of May. So. Other than that, Disney is going to start phasing out the park reservation system at Walt Disney World. So that's not be... for pass holders. Yeah. <laughs> for uh, regular um, daytime guests, essentially, that are doing just regular park tickets. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for pass holders, though, I'm able to go to pretty much any park after two o'clock. Yeah, it looks like that's still going to be open. It's Yeah, yeah. I don't need to make reservations for that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's. It's all over the board with that, with people. Mm. Can you explain a little bit of the dining plan and how it works as for people maybe who don't know how it works? Yeah, so um, basically before COVID, Disney had um, what's called the Disney dining plans. There's two different plans that you can buy. One basically includes just more snack credits um, that you can just kind of snack away through your Disney day. 
And the other one includes table service dining reservation, as well as some snack credits. Um, so this is a great way for people that want to budget for their trip ahead of time by kind of having that all-inclusive experience at Disney World. Um, that way you don't have to show up to a restaurant and say, I want to um, get this meal, but it's too expensive for me. That meal is going to be included now with your dining plan. So mm -hmm. you can just scan your, scan your ticket and go on with your day. So the dining plan usually includes at the restaurants, like an entree, an appetizer, and a dessert. Um, so there's a lot of food involved with it. Um, it's a great value. Um, some people can save you some money if you are strategic with it. So reach out to us as a travel advisor. We will let you know some good secrets of making use of those dining plans because a lot of people tend to waste their money on bottled water and soda um, mm -hmm. for their snack credits versus going like us. We go to Starbucks and get an $8 coffee um, and use our snack credits there. So. Mm -hmm. That's what yeah, I'm especially, uh, go ahead. Sorry. I was I was wondering how good of a value it is because I really when I think about it, I don't when people talk about it, I don't think about it because I'm like, oh, but then you probably have to eat a certain amount of food. Like sometimes we go to a park and we don't eat. We just have a few snacks and then we're done yeah. for the day. And then we wait till we leave the park to eat something, you know, upset. Yeah, it, it can be a, it can be a lot. It's um, it's cutting. They're cutting it down in this new dining plan. They're actually only doing, I think, once um, snack credit per day versus two. Um, so it will be a little bit better because a lot of people at the end of the trip would find themselves with 20 extra snack credits to use. So they just buy all sorts of candy to take back home with them for vacation. So, um, if you do have a picky eater, like my daughter, it's a little bit difficult and it might not be the best value for you. Um, when we went last time before COVID, we actually calculated how much we spent, um, on the dining plan, how much it would have cost us. Mm -hmm. We ended up saving, we saved maybe a hundred dollars altogether. Ooh. Wow. But we were very strategic with it. We so, had, we made sure we got that alcoholic drink at the restaurant, made sure it was the most expensive alcoholic drink we could get that was included with the dining plan. So. Because everything there that's general, same thing, drinks as the same price ticket wise. So it doesn't matter the value of the item, but it matters what category it's under. Yeah, yeah. Some some items will fall into the dining plans. Some you have to pay a la carte mm -hmm. pricing for. So interesting. Yeah, you have so to make it, a, it could uh, save it could save you money. Uh, for a lot of people, I think it's more just that paying ahead their trip and not having to worry about a bill at the end of it. You have to make a um, how-to video of how to utilize it the best way possible. Yeah, we were, we were talking about that when everything kind of got launched. Um, Sean and I were talking. We had a blog a few years back that I actually wrote um, and kept track of all those restaurants and everything. So um, we definitely want to experience it with the new structure kind of in place and kind of see how they're going to do it. Um, we don't know. I know people have already asked if there's going to be free dining plans, which Disney um, used to do um, kind of towards the end of summertime um, where essentially it was marketed as free dining plans. In the end, Disney, of course, jacked it up on the back end. <laughs> so the, the pricing really didn't save you much money, to be honest. But mm. um, but that's why I'm here to help you guys as well, too, as a travel advisor. Um, book your trip now. Once prices kind of change over the years or if a new promotion comes out, I'll make sure I apply it and get you the best deal. That's awesome. So. So yeah, that's kind of the big things. Um, Disney's um, going to work on revamping the Genie Plus system. They're saying as well, too, there's not as much information on that. Um, it sounds like you'll be able to kind of schedule Genie Plus a little bit more ahead of time versus that morning. Mm -hmm. um, there's also possible talks of a Magical Express type thing coming back, but nothing for me. Magical Express? Are we talking about like the buses or whatever? Yeah, the buses from the airport. Oh, okay. So. Well, I'm sure now, you know, they're getting a lot more families coming in from around the world yeah and so they need something and there's probably money to be made yeah it's like there's not a lot of new companies out there that are doing transportation but it's just it's still very challenging mm -hmm. there's there's supposed to be that train that would go to downtown Disney, yeah. but now that got next i heard so okay anything else um i think that's about all it and as far as disney news goes so okay joe yeah. you do anything this week at disney uh, I did. I actually went to go visit Dane from Big Beautiful Disney. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so he actually came down um, a couple weeks ago. You know, I lost my credit card at Disney. Oh, and nice. And they found it, so I got it back. So I went to Disney Springs, and I uh, waited there for Dane to come. We were supposed to meet at Disney Springs, but possibly go to Homecoming. But it didn't really work out, so we I met him over at Animal Kingdom Lodge, and we ate at the Mara. 
And dude, let me tell you something. First off, the food there at the Mara is pretty good, right? That's where I got my soup, right? Oh, <laughs> the soup, dude. I lo- I love the soup, soup, right? I, I don't love soup. I love that soup, right? <laughs> and listen, let me tell you. I, I, Dane, I meant there with Dane. The point I'm trying to make is that the price prices there to eat not terrible, right? And it goes like five bucks, and you get a pretty decent sized serving of soup. And then it's like I, I forget how much money the flatbread was, but it wasn't priced for, like unreasonable for Disney. And I got like a huge flatbread with like pepperoni and stuff like that. It was really good. It was only like, I think all they get like 15 bucks or something like that, the soup and the bread, like the flatbread, maybe a little bit more, but it was like really well-priced. But Dane doesn't like soup either. But I was like, Dane, I was like, you need to try this soup. Try my He's soup. Like, well, I don't like soup. I'm like, just try the soup. He had it and he liked it. He was like, wow. He's like, this is pretty good. He's, he said that this, the soup, um, at first he was kind of unsure about it, but then he, he was like, I, this can probably grow on me. It tastes like it's dessert. It's dessert soup. Pretty much it's butternut squash soup, right? Butternut squash. Does that sound appetizing? No, it does not sound up. Butternut squash. It's just, they put a pound of sugar in this thing and it tastes like icing. That's what it tastes like. It's like you're just eating icing soup, um, but really good. So I got to meet Dane and we hung out for a little bit and we had a good time. Uh, on Friday, I'm meeting Dane again at Hollywood Studios and uh, I'll meet Jared there. And Christian wow. from, from from Studio Twenty One, the baseball podcast, and we're all going to try to do Smuggler's Run together. Nice, that'd be fun. Yeah, I know, right? We're going to do we're going to try to do Smuggler's Run, and then we're going to r- r- go over to Story, uh, Toy Story Mania and do Toy Story Mania, uh, all challenge each other, which I'm probably going to win. Uh, <laughs> so, but yeah, I'm looking forward to hanging out with them on Friday. That's funny, Maddie and Chat. Uh, but I'm looking forward to hanging out with that's funny, Adam, with them on Friday, and I had a good time hanging out with Dane. And that's pretty much it. Um, that's all pretty much I did uh, in Disney this week. Uh, next week on Diz His, guys, this time for real, we're doing Daisy Duck next, next episode. I know yeah, last you- episode I said we're doing Daisy Duck, but this time we're actually going to do Daisy Duck. So sorry for the confusion. We ended up pivoting and doing Sinbad instead. Uh, but because Chris couldn't be on with us tonight because we had to reschedule due to internet issues but next week we are going to do an episode on daisy ducks chris's favorite character yeah because <laughs> I mean, chris has got to be here uh for yes, that so of course hey nick thanks for joining us tonight uh can you tell us where can we find you on social media yeah thanks for having me back and having me on the entire episode as well too um you can find us at um sandpiper vacations on facebook and instagram or visit us at sandpipervacations.com and we'll give you a free quote request for your vacation awesome thank you again so that's the his on sinbad storybook voyage i'm joe i'm alex and i'm nick thanks for listening and have a magical week Please follow us on all social media by searching DizHiz65. Share us and subscribe to our podcast to get the latest show when it is available. If you want to help us out, get tips, get your memories shared on the podcast, see pictures and videos of what we are up to at the parks, join our goof troop on Patreon.com and search for DizHiz.